Again, words that are there on the screen in the picture of our motto verse. I'm not going to fill in any background to them, but I just want to simply bring a few thoughts regarding these uh, two verses. See, the winter is past, the rains are over and gone, flowers appear on the earth, the season of singing has come. These were words that uh, came to us at the end of 2015 for the motto verse of 2016. And uh, yes, we moved on in 2017, but uh, I know for many of you, because you've referred back to them, these verses, you've held them and you've kept them, along with myself, I've held them and kept them uh, right through 2017. And we feel right that at the beginning of this year that we should uh, return to them, because we believe that they're words that God is in the process of bringing into being for us. And they're words that we need to continue to, to hold uh, before, before him. See, the winter is past. The rains are over and gone. Flowers appear on the earth. The season of singing has come. It speaks of a changing season. It speaks of a new chapter. It speaks of turning the page. It speaks of a fresh op- opportunity. So what does these verses say to us there very quickly this morning? Well, it's a, ver- it's a word of vision to us. See. See. There's something to see. What does it mean to see? It means to perceive something. It means to actually physically to perceive what is happening, what is going on. Sometimes it's very hard, isn't it? in the changing seasons, to begin to see the changes, the subtle changes that there are. I don't know whether you've noticed, but as you've walked down the hedgerows, the catkins are out. It's incredible, isn't it? I always thought the catkins came more in February and March, certainly when I grew up. Something of the changing seasons, if you like, global warming or whatever we want to say it might be. But there's subtleties that actually you can see, that begin to tell you, actually, yes, the seasons are changing. It will not always be winter. But winter will pass there. (coughs) I wonder whether you uh, have those spiritual eyes to be able to perceive what God is saying and what God is doing. I remember seven, eight years ago, sitting in our front room at home, having a conversation with Ed Walker. I've mentioned it numerous times, and Ed's mentioned it numerous times. So, David, I've got this seed of a thought of how the churches can help to house the homeless. (coughs) Seven years later, over 50 houses are in place linked to churches. Someone who had the vision to see and to perceive what God was saying. I remember also an occasion sitting with Christine Graham and talking about the possibility, yes, of street pastors here in Peterborough. And now street pastors have been happening every Saturday night or most Saturday nights. 
here in the city. For how many years, Christine? For nine years there. I remember sitting with Christy, Chris Camplin, and she was sharing with me a struggle and a burden there about the number of people within our communities who cannot read. And out of that conversation, easy reading came into being, coming alongside people in the name of Jesus to teach them and help them to read. I remember Amy Crawford talking to me one time and speaking about, yeah, couldn't there be the possibility of a community cafe here in, on the premises here at Bratton? And yes, there's a thriving now community that meets here on a Thursday lunchtime of between 50 and 60 people. Church folks, community folks, just people visiting with a buzz and a burden and a heart. I remember sitting with David Hodges over many times just talking about the burden for Hampton East and how there the perceiving there of what might happen there in Hampton's East and what God might be doing. And hallelujah, we have now appointed a pioneer worker to work in that embryonic community in the name of Jesus Christ, bringing good news, bringing good news to that community. I'm reminded of the little story Two men looking between, behind prison bars. One saw mud, the other saw stars. What do you see? What do you see this morning? Is life just all mud? Then I can encourage you to look up and see the stars. And see the stars. Is your perception just all focused upon me? Or is it focused upon God? And upon him, it's a word of vision. I want to pray that this year of 2018, that we might be a people of vision. That we might be a people who see. That we might be a people who perceive what God is doing and what God is saying. And that involves each and every one of us. That isn't just a word for me. That isn't just a word for the leadership. Please don't sit back and just think, well, actually, yes, that's the leadership's responsibility. Die or run a mile from that. Won't you die? <laughs> that's it. But we will. It's our responsibility. That's why prayer is so important. That's why we should engage in prayer regularly, corporately, within our connect groups and on those other times there. But it's not only a word of vision, it's a word of promise. Flowers appear on the earth. I look out of my kitchen window and underneath the big apple tree that we've got at the back of the garden shed, on the ground there's little shoots. They're snowdrops. They're snowdrops just appearing, just pushing up through the, the, the dark earth, the cold, the damp, the wet earth, pushing up. Flowers begin to appear. A friend on Facebook only this week posted a photograph of snowdrops in bloom from their garden. 
Snowdrops in bloom from their garden. Flowers appear on the earth. And what's that? It's a sign. It's a promise. It's a promise. We have on February the 18th a gathered service where both congregations will come together. And we're praying that that's going to be a baptismal service. We have one person committed at the moment. But I believe that there's more than one person that needs to go through those waters of baptism. On Tuesday, there was a funeral here of Roy Hunter. And I was reminded that when this church opened on Easter Sunday in 1987, I think it was, on that Easter Sunday, ten people went through that, the waters of baptism. Neville, you were one, weren't you? Neville, you were one. I want to say, Lord, do it again. I want to say, Lord, do it again. Let that one person, let that one person be the flower that's appearing through the ground that brings that harvest. Are you prepared to see it? Are you prepared to encourage it? But it's also a word to proclaim. Here in this situation, it's saying, see, the winter is past, the rains are over and gone, flowers appear on the earth, the season of singing has come. Singing is a form of proclamation, isn't it? We shall hear more about worship over the coming weeks as we look at our new strapline, to live for God's glory, to love one another, to make, to, to, to make Jesus Christ known. There. Are we prepared to be a people who declare the goodness of God? Or again, are we prepared of people who are just prepared just to simply sit back and to leave it to others? And to say, oh no, it's not my responsibility. But to sing the praises of God. I want us to read those verses. Yes, it leads on to the changing seasons. The winter is past. But I want us to read those verses. That, those couple of verses in the context also of Isaiah 42 that we began our service with. I, I am the Lord, that is my name. I will not give my glory to another or my praise to idols. See, the former things have taken place I de- and new things I declare. Before the spring into being, I announce them to you. Sing to the Lord a new song, his praise from the ends of the earth. Now, I've gone, and I'm in danger of going well over time this morning because I want us to worship, I want us to pray. But you see, also I've got down here on my notes, I wanted to remind you of three words that have been spoken and three words that have been given over this church. And actually one of them came just before Christmas in the second service where God, in a sense, spoke to me very much through... And that service, never give up hope. And I know a number of you came forward, quite a few people came forward in response to that Sunday morning. And he spoke very powerfully to me in that second service through the song Amazing Grace, My Chains Are Gone. There. So my chains are gone, I've been set free. My God, my Saviour has ransomed me. And like a flood, his mercy reigns. And it was that image of a flood Because I believe that God wants to release a flood of his mercy and of his grace. 
into this church and into this community and into this city. And he wants us to be part of it. And he said to us that morning that that flood is not destructive. That flood brings health. That flood brings vitality. That flood brings life. And he reminded me of a picture from my childhood. As I, where I lived, we overlooked the Toe Valley in South Northamptonshire, which regularly flooded. And those fields by the side of that river were some of the most fertile fields in the area. Because every year the waters flooded and it deposited fresh nutrients, fresh life, fresh energy. And I believe that God wants to do that. He wants to open the floodgates of his mercy, of his love and of his compassion. And will we let him do it? Will we let him do it? A few months back, somebody who was fairly new to this church shared this picture with us. I saw a picture of our building with the roof taken off. I saw a real flow of the Spirit into our church, a real invitation for a new season of Spirit-led worship. They are a new season. This was not about a new level of music or musicians. Those blessings are already in place. This was a call to a new season of worship, a new season of the Spirit's power. I saw us led deeper and deeper into a knowledge of Him and His love a new deeper level of worship. I saw the Spirit fall powerfully, bringing us into a new season, not only of worship, but his releasing of gifts for us. It's a new season. I then saw the walls fall out from the building. I felt that those images of a roof and walls coming down was about God breaking down blockages in us as individuals and as a church. The walls coming down was an invitation for this newly filled spirit people to burst out of our building into the community and the city that God had placed us in. But these walls can't just be pushed over. I saw some real enthusiasts running at the walls and bouncing off and some just sitting watching. To push these walls over it was going to take a church community all pushing together. But if we respond together in the power of God's Spirit, then the walls will fall away as we push together and we will flow out into this community that God has called us to serve. We are called to impact this community, this city, soaked in God's Spirit power, lost in worship and, and Him, to love the lost, to lost, to love the lost, the lost and the least. But this is an invitation. And we all need to do is to say yes. So much in that, the imagery, imagery of flood, of God moving out, of God bursting out, of God moving out into the community and embracing. The third thing that was given is back two years. And it is a result, it is a result of this passage Someone wrote to me one time, what does it mean for winter to be over? What does it mean for winter to be over? When winter is over, the anticipation of spring starts to rise. Longer days, warmth from the sun into the soil and enthusiasm for planting. Desiring better crops than last year. 
Soil is dug over. Weeds are kept at bay. You learn from last year. Get tips on how to avoid past failure and how to do things better. You watch the weather forecast but realise you can't control it but you start to sow and plant. Some seeds take a long time to germinate whilst others show quickly. Some just don't. Some just don't. You get excited at the small shoots. You don't see them grow, but when you return after a few days, they've grown, sometimes a little, sometimes a lot. You tend them, you fight the pest, and you nurture them until they become the best that they can be. You then enjoy the harvest. What does it mean at Breton Baptist Church? Signs of new warmth, an enthusiasm for prayer, a desire for more than last year, learning from and listening to each other, to avoid past mistakes, and an openness to change, watching out for the pests, the hailstorms, the slugs, the roaring lion who loves to steal and destroy, causing upset whenever he can. It means cultivating the conditions for growth, but realising that the mysterious workings of the Spirit are what produce the harvest. It means working with the seasons, working with what what you have. It means being careful to not damage a tender plant, in desire of everything to be perfect and in order. It means ploughing on in spite of disappointment, seeing the potential in all and excited at the small shoots that emerge, signs of life, Holy Spirit, life. What does it mean to you for winter to be over? What are your expectations? What are our expectations of God for this coming year? We're going to pray and we're going to worship for a few minutes. It's nearly ten past ten. I'm sorry. But sometimes God lays things on your heart. What's he laying on your heart? Becca, can we come back? There are two songs, but we may only just simply sing sing one. And uh, let me find the words. I've got the words here. I see the King of Glory. It has this line, these lines. Heal my heart and make it clean. Open up my eyes to the things unseen. Show me how to love like you have loved me. Wow. If we could really embrace that. Break my heart for what breaks yours. I always struggle to sing that line, I'll be honest. Break my heart for what breaks yours. Everything I am for your kingdom's cause. What a commitment as I walk from earth into eternity. Yeah. Prior to that, it says, I see a near revival, stirring as we pray and seek. We're on our knees. Are you prepared to get on your knees? Some of you will say to me, David, I can't. I understand that. But figuratively, are you prepared to get on your knees? And I want to challenge you this morning. If physically you can, are you prepared to get on your knees? calling out to God that he would move amongst us by the power of his Holy Spirit. 
that he would release visions, that he would release dreams, he would release faith amongst us, he would release his grace and his mercy like a flood among us. That yes, our baptistry would be open and that it wouldn't just simply be one person, it wouldn't simply be be ten, but it would be tens of people over the coming year and years that go through this baptistry confessing faith in him. Are you prepared to get serious with God? Everything I am, my job, my possessions, my home, my family, my reputation, everything that I am for your kingdom's cause as I walk from earth into eternity. Because let me remind you, this is not our home. This is not our home. We are just pilgrims passing through. Heaven is our home. We are just aliens in an alien culture. We're on our knees. I'm going to invite you to join in with this song. Thanks, Becca.
Father God, we've made our declaration. And we pray, let those flood waters flow. Let those flood waters of your mercy flow. Not just upon us, 